Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello, friend. I have a couple of announcements or a couple of pieces of church news, if you will, (laughs) to share with you before we start our show today. So let's get through these really quick so we can begin this week's episode. Firstly, I want to thank you guys for over 80 weekly listeners of the Jesus Witch podcast. This podcast has not even been running for a month, so the fact that we almost have 100 people listening to this show every single week absolutely blows my mind. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Not only do we almost have 100 listeners each week, but the podcast is officially international. We have listeners in the United States, Canada, Mexico, France, Germany, the United Kingdom, and Norway. I cannot believe that people outside of my little bubble in the United States are listening to my voice right now. So if you're one of our international listeners, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this show and like my mind is blown. I am, my mind is like so blown. I have no words. The good news about the Jesus Witch podcast doesn't stop there. I want to give a huge shout out to Cassandra for being the first person to donate to the Buy a Microphone Fund. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for contributing to this show and believing in this show and I truly appreciate you. Because of Cassandra, we are only $50 away from getting a brand new microphone for this podcast so that the episodes sound a little bit better for your ears. If you would like to donate to our microphone fund and help this podcast sound better, just visit paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Podcast, but the link for that will be in the show notes page. And in the show notes page, you'll find a couple of new links. So first new link that you'll find there is the link for the Jesus Witch Church Discord community. I noticed that Jesus Witches and people looking to explore spirituality through a different lens while also working with Jesus didn't have a safe space to talk online, so I decided to create a Discord community for us. Our server already has over 30 members. It's 100% free to join. We're currently doing a Bible study in there through the Bible app, like the Uversion Bible app, and it's so much fun. So if you want to join that and come hang out with some fellow Jesus-minded or Christian-minded witches, click the link, click the Discord link that's in the show notes page. The other two new links that are in the show notes page are one, my Amazon storefront. So if you are looking for some cool witchy tools to grab off of Amazon, I have some of my favorite stuff listed out for you and I make a little commission off of that to help run this show. And then a few people have reached out and asked if I have an Amazon wish list. So I created one and I will throw the link for that in the show notes page as well if you want to buy a little something to assist my practice and help me teach others. Now that we're done with the church news, let's jump into this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsaya Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on Instagram. I'm also on Instagram at the Jesus Witch Pod, which is like the podcast's Instagram page. So go give us a follow on both. Um, I'd love to connect with you. Shoot me a message. I'll audio message you back. Anyway... <laughs> This week, we are going to be talking about dealing with challenging planetary placements that are in your natal chart. If you didn't know, astrology was my gateway drug into spirituality. 
and ever since I discovered astrology, I have been using it in order to make myself a better human. It's more of like a self-development tool for me than anything. I also use it to parent my kids, um, and I'll have a whole episode on like astro parenting another day. But today, we are here to talk about the more challenging placements that exist within my birth chart and how I work through them. And this is meant to be an example of how you can use your natal chart to really step into your highest potential and be the best person that you could truly be. For me, I feel like our birth charts are like a tangible example of our soul contract, the reason why we come to this earth, the reason why we choose to incarnate in this lifetime and learn the lessons that we're learning here. It's the biggest clue for me of what we're trying to learn from and what energies we're trying to work out of our souls and out of our vessels. So today we're just going to talk about a few of the more challenging placements that I have, how I cope with them. But before we jump into that, I wanted to remind you to subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on so that you can get notifications every single week when I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Pod. In the show notes page, you'll find links to everything that we're going to be talking about today as well as our page. PayPal donation link. I am currently recording this podcast on a $5 pair of headphones from Five Below, and I want to upgrade to a Blue Snowball microphone. So I'm asking for donations from you so that we can make this podcast a little bit better quality. All you have to do is head to the link in the show notes page or go over to paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Pod. And I really appreciate you for any donations that you make. Um, please leave your like Instagram handle or your address or something so that I can get in contact with you when when you make a donation so that I could thank you personally thank you I would love to thank anybody who supports this endeavor and helps me get a blue snowball so that I can have better quality for you because I'd love for your ears to be hearing some better sound anyway let's start jumping into our conversation about challenging planetary placements so if you've never seen your birth chart a review of no idea what a birth chart is what I'm talking about there's a YouTube link in the show notes page that is a it's like a 10 minute video by the astrology podcast YouTube I really like the astrology podcast but this specific youtube video breaks down how to find your chart really nicely i personally use astro.com whenever i um, read birth charts whenever i draw up charts i just find that the way that they their system lays everything out to be very easy to read um, but if you want a quick easy like just computer generated reading um, it's not going to be super personalized but it'll give you some key information about your placements you can go to cafe astrology and they offer like a quick free birth chart reading just so you have an idea of what you're working with but it's always best to get a birth chart reading from an actual astrologer if you're really looking to dive into your birth chart um, I actually do readings, so you can click the link in the show notes page and learn more about that but I think it's better to work with an astrologer and work with somebody who knows a little bit about the planets when you're starting to dive into your birth chart so it's more customized to you and specific aspects and things can be pointed out to you because the one thing that the cafe astrology report does not give you um, is very detailed information about aspects and how they really influence your life and it can that energy can be expressed throughout your life and in your chart so anyway let's talk about my birth chart because I have a really really fun um, <laughs> I have a really fun birth chart so first I guess I should like give you the rundown of what it looks like so I me Lena I am a Scorpio rising um, and it's at, it's at one degree Scorpio. So it's like a really intense Scorpio rising. 
Um, and then obviously I have a Taurus descendant and with that I have a stellium in the sign of Taurus um, because I have my sun, my moon, and my Venus all in Taurus um, in my seventh house of like partnerships and relationships. Um, then I have a Virgo Mars in the 11th house. That's a really fun planet. We'll talk about her later. Um, I have an intercepted second and eighth house. So it's supposed to, my second house is supposed to start in the sign of Sagittarius, but it starts at like 29 degrees <laughs> Scorpio instead. Um, so then likewise, my eighth house is supposed to start in Gemini, but it starts at 29 degrees Taurus, I have a 27 degree Chiron in Libra conjunct my Scorpio ascendant. Yep. <laughs> and then I have my Uranus and Aquarius directly conjunct my um, Nadar. And, and then I have my Midheaven in Leo because I have my Nadar in Aquarius and then my Midheaven's in Leo, which is why I look confident on the outside, but on the inside, I'm just a weirdo. Anyway, <laughs> so that's like the kind of um, gist of all the placements. There's a lot of squares in my chart. I have a yod um, pointing to my north node of destiny in Virgo. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an intense chart. I'm going to try to figure out how to leave like a link to the picture of my chart in the show notes page because I don't think I can leave like a picture there um, but if I can't I will just post a picture of my birth chart onto the podcast Instagram page so that you can like look at what I'm looking and understand a little bit what I'm talking about but anyway so now that we've got the gist of it let's talk about the more challenging placements that I feel like I have in my chart like the ones that I really feel their influence of the ones that really um are hard to cope with. Oh, I also forgot to mention, I have Saturn in the sixth house at like 14 degrees Aries. That's a huge influence on my life. And we'll talk about her in a, in a little bit, but um, yeah. So I'm going to post a picture. That's what I'm just going to do. I'm just going to post a picture of my birth chart on the podcast Instagram page. So you can head over there and look at the post that is correlates with this episode and find my birth chart. So let's jump in. Let's jump in to my favorite placements that are in my chart, the challenging ones. And I say that like half sarcastically, half not, because like my most favorite placement that I think I have in my chart is my Scorpio rising, which is also one of the most challenging placements that's in my chart. Um, but I love my challenging placements because they really force me to grow as a human. They force me to really reevaluate who I am um, and who I want to show up as and how I want these energies to to express in my life. Obviously, there are certain things that I'm not going to have control over, um, but what I do have control over, I'm going to use in the most positive way and to elevate my most highest self. And now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer a Christian witch coaching session so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, I I would help you to create biblically-based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. 
Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily Happy Mail intuitively created based on your birth chart personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co, you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10 minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show i guess the first placement we'll talk about is my scorpio rising and how i personally use that to my advantage so the scorpio rising um the only word that can i can like use to describe it that's coming to my head is uh, traumatic um every single day as a scorpio rising for me at least what i've experienced with this placement is a challenge there is not one thing in my life not a single thing that goes smoothly whatever can go wrong will go wrong and it's come to the point where i just like accept it and like expect it to happen almost so it's just really easy for me to deal with all this bullshit that happens in my life because it's just it's constant everywhere I turn everywhere I look the minute I start getting comfortable the fucking whole room gets pulled out from under me and I have to reestablish myself I'm constantly 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 building up from ashes like just like everything is being destroyed in my life constantly and I have to reinvent and become a new person but still stay true to who I am and my core and it's just it's exhausting (laughs) and then it's conjunct my Chiron so there's a lot of healing involved with this this whole process 
before, you know, I would get really upset when all these things would go wrong in my life. I would just cry and cry and cry and get really upset and have anxiety attacks and panic attacks and like be angry. I was so angry all the time because shit just always happened to me. And it was just like the most ridiculous stuff that would happen to me. And it was unexplainable and I couldn't like deal with it. I probably would would put this like unexplainable and like ridiculous shit that happens to me to my like Aquarius nadar with my Uranus conjunct there, like directly conjunct. But um, my Scorpio rising makes it very outward and like people see it. I've been actively on social media trying to build up my account for six years or so. I started as like a crunchy parent blogger thingy um, and now... <laughs> I evolved into a witch but throughout that time people have really witnessed a huge transformation from me and not only like within my own self but with my relationship with people they've seen me go through falling outs with people they've seen these like public friendship breakups that really suck and really hurt and I'm honest when I share on social media. I really share about the way I feel. I try my best to protect all parties involved. I don't want hate sent anybody's way. That's not my intention by sharing. My intention is just to share my story and like what I'm walking through and get it off of my chest. But in turn, you know, that helps me heal because I'm getting it off my chest. But then people message me saying that like they really resonate with this struggle that I have with other people and how I am so open about it and you know how I constantly like pivot and um will like pick myself up again and just like keep on going and it really helps them be more inspired and want to do that with their own lives and right there that like what people see from me on the outside is this person who's relentless who's always willing to transform, who's always willing to rise to the challenge, you know, who finds healing from continuing to go. I can't just let this shit overtake me. I just can't. It's not not in my birth chart. It's not who I am. Um, I mean, it could be in my birth chart and it could be who I am if I let these more negative aspects and these more negative placements completely consume me, but I don't. I keep on going. And that's how I heal myself is by being resilient, by keep going. But it's also healing other people because they're seeing it and they're realizing that they have strength within them as well. And it's really beautiful. I mean, like, it sucks. It sucks to go through. I would wish I would wish nothing of what I go through um, in my life on other people. But if my story and my healing journey can help one person heal themselves, then I've made it. Like, that's that's that. And that's, I think, the beauty of having Chiron and Libra, um, trying to help the collective heal through my own wounds and, you know, showing, showing up through really sucky hurts and showing people that you can still be who you want to be even when the world says you can't be that person. Um, my mom used to call me a comeback kid when I was a little kid. And, um, like, that's really who I am. And I see that so prominently throughout my birth chart. So let's talk about how I really, like, hone in on these energies. How do I really hone in on my Scorpioness? How do I really, like, hone in on Chiron and Libra? Because that's a really interesting placement. I also happen to have my Chiron 
retrograded. So there's a lot of like internal feelings around what happens with other people. I get very deeply bothered on a soul level about what happens with other people. So I just want to talk a little bit about how I work through that. So firstly, mantras are really important and saying positive things to yourself, like positive self-talk. I know that sounds like the most arbitrary (laughs) and simple thing to say, but it really is true. Like the more you show up and speak beauty into you speak life into you you know our words I've said this so many times throughout this podcast our words are our spells the one thing that makes humans unique out of all other animals is that we have words you know no other animal has words they have their own animal noises but they don't have these words that can put together thoughts and songs and praise and prayer and all of these beautiful things that we have so when you speak negative spells over yourself when you tell yourself I'm unlovable I'm worthless I'm trash I'm garbage whatever you whatever that internal monologue is that runs through your head that negative internal monologue that's the spell that's being spoken over your life so for me I really absorb like the actions of other people and it's hard for me to separate that um, sometimes things happen to me not because of me or my own self but because I feel like I'm here as a catalyst for others to teach them, to have their souls learn and have their souls learn these really hard lessons and go through really difficult things. And unfortunately, I'm just like, or fortunately, however you look at it, I'm the um, character that is their opposition, their adversary in these scenarios. So um, what I say to myself is that um, everybody's on their own soul journey and I'm here to help others along on theirs. And that kind of takes a little bit of the yuck off of my shoulders because I realize that um, it's not about me. (laughs) It's about other people and how they need to grow. And I know who I am. I'm secure in who I am. And that's really intimidating for some people. So just showing up as myself can be really hard for certain people to swallow or certain people to cope with. And... um, that's okay i'm here to stir something up in them i'm here to make them question their own belief systems their own personality their own confidence level like you know this girl me this girl has shit happen to her all the time she's like not the you know richest person in the world she's not the prettiest person in the world she's not like the smartest in the person in the world but she still thinks that she's the shit like i know i'm cool I know I'm smart. I know I am the baddest bitch on this block and nobody is taking that away from me. I am extremely confident no matter what I've gone through in my life. And that's intimidating for other people. And sometimes the thing that rattles my confidence is people getting (laughs) shaken by my confidence and by who I am. So I have to like remember and remind myself like, no, this is about them. This is not about you. And another thing I like to say to myself is um, the way that others respond to you is simply a reflection of their own insecurities. That really helps. I really think positive self-talk, especially when we're talking about like the first house here. Um, Obviously, my Chiron is in my 12th house because it's at 27 degrees Libra and my rising is at my first degree Scorpio but it's still influencing my first house because it's so close and it's conjunct my ascendant so especially when we're talking about first house things really working on our self-confidence and talking about ourselves in a more positive manner is super duper important Um, so that's like the first thing that I do with 
this specific placement. Another thing I do is I use Valor essential oil. I love to use essential oils in order to work with my planetary placements. So I have like one or two for each of the more challenging placements that I like experience. So I like to use Valor because it's a really confident like it's like confidence in a bottle it's liquid courage it helps you feel more secure and safe and stable in who you are and while I already feel that way I feel very secure in who I like know who I am like to the deepest of my core I know who I am and I may go through changes and evolve and become a different person I still am the same I know who I am kind of thing like I have very secure values and very secure beliefs um but as I said before sometimes my confidence gets shaken because of what happens with other people and I just like absorb that energy a little bit too much so I kind of put I put valor on my chest to deflect the energy to make myself feel more confident and kind of just get this like little confidence hug that's what I like like in valor too is just a confidence hug so it really helps me to feel more secure and more stable and so I can show up better in, in myself and as like a more powerful and confident Scorpio rising so now let's talk about my Virgo Mars because I don't think we can talk about all the conflicts that I have with people because of my um, rising sign and my Chiron without talking my about my 11th house, which is the house of friendships, Virgo Mars. Um, so this pay placement is a pain in my assholes. Like, oh my goodness. Anytime I feel like I have a friend, like, oh my goodness, I finally found my best friend. I finally did it. Like, I'm there. Virgo Mars comes in and says, no, you didn't, sister. That's not how this works. <laughs> Every single friendship, like close friendship that I've had has ended in some sort of conflict. And I'm not going to sit here and act innocent you know, 100% because I feel like I've uh, definitely contributed to falling outs in the past. But I would say more recently, you know, obviously there's always two sides to every story and then the truth. But recently, at least the past like four friendships that I've seen of mine devolve, I really don't know what I did. So like the point where I've asked other people who have witnessed me in these friendships and like, um, how they've played out like I've asked them like from what you've seen did I do anything wrong like what did I do like trying to get feedback from other people because I don't know <laughs> like I don't know what I did wrong and this is where this whole like I believe I'm kind of like a catalyst for other people idea has come from because I just it's unexplainable it's unexplainable and the only thing that I can explain it with is my birth chart so maybe that's rationalizing or maybe which this is what I think, maybe it's a part of my soul contract to go through this bullshit. But anyway, I have a Virgo Mars and Virgo Mars is a blessing and it's a curse. Right now, I feel like I'm living in the more cursed side of Virgo Mars, but I'm really, really trying to work with this planet and give it, <laughs> give it what it needs so that I could thrive. Um, but anyway, so I have Virgo Mars at 17 degrees Virgo. It is trying my sun, my moon, and my Mercury, my Mercury, <laughs> my Mercury, not my Mercury. Oh my gosh, my Venus, which are all in the sign of Taurus. Um, yeah, it's so. Firstly, having your Mars 
trying your moon especially a Taurus moon can indicate a lot of laziness and issues with motivation I it's really hard for me to get motivated like in order to record this podcast and this is not because I don't want to record this podcast clearly like I love doing this and once I get started this is so much fun for me to do but getting motivated is one of the most challenging things that I deal with in my life like peeling myself away from TikTok from my bed from like playing Mario Party with my kid whatever to be productive is so hard <laughs> like so hard and I think it's because I have my Taurus moon which is like a more lazy quote-unquote lazy moon sign trine my Virgo Mars and that energy while while trines are considered positive energy in astrology a trine with a Taurus moon can really indicate some sort of um, laziness or motivation issues so I have to feed my Taurus moon who wants to be lazy and then I also need to feed my Virgo Mars who gets like if I'm being too lazy and I'm not accomplishing anything like there's just like a, oh my god like oh, oh what am I doing what am I doing like like this like oh unexplainable panic that goes on inside of me so here's how I feed both of them I will put a timer on I give myself 20 or 30 minutes to just scroll on TikTok lay in bed read am I the asshole posts on Reddit whatever my little heart desires that I need to like do um and then I will after that time no matter if I want to or not I get myself up I go, I put some peppermint essential oil on the back of my neck because that's the oil that I've been using to work with my Virgo Mars and like to help with motivation. Um, I also have clarity, which is like coming to me. It's still like in transit, but clarity is what I'm really excited to work with my Virgo Mars with because it's like a really motivating oil. I associate clarity a lot with Virgo because it's very like focused and helps you be analytical and helps you just like get motivated so I'm excited to start working with this oil with my Virgo Mars but for now while I don't have it I've just been using either peppermint or maybe some rosemary sometimes because rosemary is also really great to help focus I'll put it on the back of my neck breathe it in this scent 10 I'm just warning you rosemary does not smell the best it smells like a pizza but it works for motivation and if you need a wake-up call in the morning a little bit of rosemary just just it'll wake you up trust me um <laughs> But um, I put that on the back of my neck, sm smell it in, and then sit down and work on whatever I need to work on, even if I don't want to. And then afterwards, this is the most important step. This is the most important step. After I accomplish the task, I celebrate my victory. And I dance, or I make myself a hot chocolate, or I go and like do some jumping jacks, or I'll just do something that makes me feel happy and celebrates I really like to move so I try to like do a dance or like do something to get like some of the stagnant energy out of my body kind of thing but celebrating your victory is really crucial and I really feel like this is crucial especially working with a, a more challenging Mars placement because Mars is victorious right Mars is the fighter it's the warrior it wants to win it wants to conquer so when Mars like gets its shit done is able to like really feed that placement Mars is so happy so feed Mars by celebrating as well this is what you have to do you have to look at your placements right so so when you look at your birth chart right you need to figure out like figuring out what these more challenging placements are for you so first meditate on your life what have been some common themes that you've had come through in your life things that you've constantly had to work through do you have like issues with people were you bullied like are you a bully do you uh, are you a little bit more overbearing on people are you a doormat do you let people do you take shit from other people 
Um, do you have no confidence? Do you have too much confidence? Are you a little bit arrogant, right? Thinking about all of these kind of traits that you have and like what in your life you really want to address and work on. Then thinking about what signs or planets talk about those same things. So right, if you're talking about your self-confidence, who you are, your identity, you'd look at Aries or um, Leo placements or maybe even Libra placements. If you have too many Libra placements, it can show that your energy is constantly molding itself with other people and you're absorbing their personality and their like, you know, whole vibe and you need to become your own person kind of thing. Um, are you dealing with issues with communication? So then you look at Gemini. Do you have any like hard Gemini placements? Where is your Mercury? How is Mercury aspecting? Were you born during a Mercury retrograde? Is the house that Gemini's in for you, is that intercepted? Because my Gemini house is intercepted and I am really bad at communicating sometimes um it's definitely something that i'm working on and, and growing through um i shouldn't say i'm really bad at, at communicating i should say in the past i was really bad at work at communicating with others but now i am learning how to step into my power and how to get my voice heard right there right there that was a great example of working with a more challenging placement instead of talking myself down because of this placement in my birth chart that I can't, you know, help because I was born with it, right? Um, instead of talking myself down with it, I revised my language and made it more positive and showed how I am working through this placement and how I am really like rising to the challenge of this particular planetary placement, you know? So think about all those things. Think about the houses that each planet lies in, right? Do you have like issues with your mom? What does your fourth house look like? Do you have issues with your dad? What does your 10th house look like? Have you had challenges romantically in the past? What's your seventh house look like? Are you, do you have creative blocks or are you struggling with fertility issues? Look at your fifth house you know there are so many different things to look at in your astrology chart to figure out how these placements influence you like typically a virgo mars would not be super challenging but the fact that it's trying my moon in my 11th house makes it more challenging for me so that is like I guess that's the gist of like figuring out what are more challenging planetary placements with you. And then, you know, how do you, how do you feed those things? So Virgo, right? We're going to talk about my Virgo Mars. Virgo really likes to be organized. It really likes structure. So the whole structure of putting my phone on a timer and going and playing on games, whatever, for 20 minutes and then going to go work after that is structure it's routine it's something that Virgo really likes then when I do work I try to surround myself with like papers and books and cards and more like Virgo-esque type things I really like to use um, I like to handwrite things even though my handwriting is not the best I love to handwrite things I love to work with like physical books audiobooks and ebooks are like really challenging for me to get through kind of thing I like the physical paperback kind of stuff. Virgo Mars also really likes to take action on wellness. So I chose a more wellness-based profession. Spiritual Spirituality is part of your wellness. And then, you know, essential oils are obviously wellness as well. Um, so there's a lot of things that kind of like play into this being a more challenging placement and then how I can counteract it. And then having Mars in the 11th house is really, I would say it's really challenging because it brings a lot of... Um, conflict with you and your peer group or your like friend group I was really badly bullied throughout my entire school experience like it was really bad um like kids following me home and like threatening me and like stealing shit out of my lawn that like my bike and stuff it was really really bad um 
And I attribute that to my Virgo Mars. Obviously, my Scorpio rising had something to do with it, but there was a lot of conflict with me and my peers, and that was my Virgo Mars. And the way I fed that at that time, without even knowing it, was staying true to who I was and not letting the bullies um, take my personality away. They definitely took my shine away a little bit, but I'm reclaiming that shine now. I realize I have a Leo midheaven, and um, I'm meant to shine. I'm meant to be the center of attention kind of thing. Um, not in a bad way. I'm just meant to take up space. And um, I'm done letting that memory and that like trauma of being bullied, you know, like take that away from me. I'm done letting that take that more positive placement that I have away from me. Anyway, um, that was a little bit of a tangent. But let's talk about like one more really challenging thing in my birth chart, which is my Saturn. Um, I have Saturn in the sixth house in the sign of Aries at 14 degrees. I also have my Mercury in retrograde at 29 degrees Aries. Um, and that's directly opposing my Chiron and my Ascendant. So there's a lot kind of going on with this whole like sixth house energy there. So Saturn is your planet of like life lessons, restrictions, the thing that's going to be the most challenging for you in your life. So some people with Saturn in the sixth house would have really difficult work life or difficulty getting service from others because the sixth house is the house of like uh, service and your relationship to your co-workers or people that you like if you're a manager the people that you rule over in your um in your job but it's also the house of health and wellness so for me i have a chronic illness um, i happen to have a rare chronic illness too it's called mast cell activation syndrome and it gives me like these really weird allergies at any point in time um, i'm very sensitive to like synthetic fragrance to um, traditional household cleaners like everything we use in our house has to be plant-based and we, we only use like thieves household cleaner because that's the only cleaner that i don't react to we also use thieves dish soap and thieves laundry soap and thieves hand soap just because it's safe you know for me and i don't get reactions to it kind of thing but if i go to you know somebody's house who doesn't have those products i have an allergy attack just by smelling their cleaners it's really bad um or if i go to like dollar general i love dollar general but for some reason that store just smells like they're pumping laundry detergent fragrance through it i don't i don't know why and then i get an allergy attack almost every single time i go in there and um sometimes these attacks can be anaphylactic sometimes they're just the sniffles it, you, you never really know <laughs> because it's you know, some days they're okay. Some days I don't react to things. Some days I do. Um, mast cell allergies exist in the T cells and not in like the normal like cells where allergies exist. So they are sudden and oncoming and then like they just go away. It's very strange. But this is definitely attributed to my Saturn being in the sixth house. Um, I also have it in Aries, which makes me prone to uh, mental illness. <laughs> So, because Aries rules over the head. So, I would say having your moon negatively aspected in the sixth house would probably be a bigger indicator of, like, a more severe mental illness. But I definitely struggle with a lot of anxiety um, and, like, depressive thoughts kind of thing. But um, where I think this is more prominent for me is that I'm a little bit more prone to accidents and head injuries. Most recently, I was in a... Um, car accident. I was rear-ended by a drunk driver who 
took off. <laughs> she left the scene of the accident, and uh, that resulted in a concussion and whiplash injury for me. I'm literally recording these episodes while I am healing from a concussion and whiplash injury. So um, after I record this, I'm going to have to like close my computer, close my phone, turn off all the lights, and lay down with something over my eyes for a little while to get the ringing out of my head. Um, so I definitely deal with a lot of chronic health issues, anxiety, which exists in my head space, which is Aries. And then now I'm dealing with this like very head <laughs> oriented injury, obviously with it being a concussion, which is my head. And the whole astrology of when I got that specific concussion injury, the night that the woman, um, the drunk driver hit my car kind of thing. Uh, it was really interesting to look at because obviously I'm an astrologer. So the first thing I did was I made a birth chart of my accident <laughs> um, and in the sky Chiron the wounded healer he was at 13 degrees Aries and my natal Saturn is at 14 degrees Aries so that was like indicative of me possibly having some sort of like accident involving my head and then that same night Uranus and Taurus were both conjunct each other at like I think Uranus was at 11 degrees or like 12 degrees um, and that the um, moon was at um, like 14 degrees Taurus which was conjunct my natal moon and sun kind of situation very interesting to look at like that's a very that's a side note that's where astrology becomes really interesting is when you look at like events and the astrology behind that it's just oh astrology is so cool anyway um <laughs> so how do I work with these hard sixth house placements so first of all i take care of my health this is where i really feel like i understood the assignment is my saturn placement i do not let my health drive me down um i have been through so much shit regarding my health and you know how the medical community just didn't know how to deal with me how they would like make things worse instead of better i totally think that my illnesses was a result of medical negligence and not looking at like the correct signs and figuring out how to actually individually treat my body and just treating me like I was a piece of paper with some boxes to check off kind of thing um so I really focus on customized healthcare with myself. I le really lean into holistic based healing. Like even for my concussion injury, I am going to a naturopath um, who specializes in whiplash and concussion injuries and he does craniosacral for that. So I'm really leaning into that. I'm using essential oils and um, like peppermint and deep relief from Young Living as, um, you know, like to cope with any like discomfort and pain that I've been experiencing due to these kinds of things um same with my allergies I use essential oils to cope with those I literally make myself like these little they they have these little veggie capsules young living cells these little veggie capsules and they're basically like empty pills so all you do is you take a drop of lemon lavender and peppermint I take that and it really helps me with any sort of like like sniffles and things that I'm feeling there so I really make it a point to lean into more holistic health and holistic healing but we were talking about my 11th house Virgo Mars before but my 11th house and my 6th house work together um, and I can definitely see how like my 11th house Mars and my 6th house Mercury and Saturn like really work with each other so firstly I have a Virgo Mars and then I have a Mercury in Aries Mars typically rules over the sign of Aries and Mercury typically rules over the sign of 
Virgo. So each of these more challenging placements is in like the opposite sign of each other, if that makes sense. Like Mercury is supposed to be in Virgo traditionally, and then Mars is supposed to be in Aries traditionally. I just find that very interesting because I feel like my sixth house gives me a lot of challenges and my 11th house gives me a lot of challenges as well. So once I started really breaking down my chart and seeing how they these more challenging placements had each of their planetary rulership in the other's house, I kind of figured out that I really need to attack my health through a more holistic way and a more through a Virgo way. And then I need to feed my Mars by taking action. Um, so like I was saying before, I put that timer on so that like eventually I do take action. And Aries is all about taking action. Mars is all about taking action. So I make it a point to take action even when I don't want to because I know that'll make my Mars feel more satisfied and more secure another thing that i do specifically for my saturn placement um, is i raise my children more holistically as i said before i think that my illness started because of medical negligence and honestly my parents just not knowing any better and listening to the doctors even though they probably shouldn't have kind of thing so with my own children i use a lot of holistic remedies on them we don't go to allopathic medicine unless it's absolutely needed kind of thing they live in a completely fragrance free home they get outside almost every single day we go hiking we really appreciate nature and I nurture them and I give them what I did not have as a kid especially when it comes to health and I really honor their bodily autonomy when it comes to their health I feel like as a kid I was violated by the medical community I feel like my body is almost not my own or what it was supposed to be because of like what others did to it and for my kids I just try to protect their bodily autonomy and their right to a healthy life as much as I possibly can um, so that's really like what my I wanted to talk about today and I just wanted to talk a little bit about how I work through these more challenging planetary placements to give you an example of how to work with your birth chart and how like astrology is not an excuse it is not an excuse to just do bullshit and be like <laughs> I did that because I'm a Taurus you know like that's not that's not the point. The point is to learn from these placements. The point is to grow. The point is to become a better human and a better, more advanced soul. Your birth chart is not meant to excuse your shitty behavior. Your birth chart is meant to point out your shitty behavior and challenge you to work from that and challenge you to grow into the best version of that placement because whatever placement you have that's negative there's also a positive side to that placement as well energy is dualistic right now you might be expressing the more low vibrational energy of that placement but there's no reason why you can't step into the higher frequency so that's that's why i wanted to have this conversation today and i hope this really helped you Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast and our conversation about working with more challenging planetary placements. If you want to connect with the podcast or you have any questions or comments or concerns about what we talked about today or anything at all, you can follow us on Instagram at the Jesus Witch Pod or you could send me an email, thejesuswitchpod at gmail.com. But I'll leave all the information to that and everything else mentioned in today's episode in the show notes page. If you want to donate to this podcast and help our sound quality be a little bit better than $5 headphones from Five Below, head over to paypal.me slash thejesuswitchpodcast and make a one-time donation there. 
please 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 leave some sort of like information that i can contact you and thank you um because i'd like to individually thank every single person that donates to our quest of getting a blue snowball microphone <laughs> for this podcast and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast or whatever podcasting app you're listening to us on so that you could get notifications when i post next week anyway i have been your host lena el Sayali, also known as lena the jesus witch on instagram and now let's get into our verse of the day i know that this episode wasn't super like jesus-y um but i just wanted to remind you why astrology like works for jesus witches and why we should be paying attention to our birth charts and to like the signs and the stars that god has put into our own specific soul contracts so um this is from psalm 147 verse 4 it says he counts the numbers of the stars he gives all of them their names there's no mistake that we have constellations that have names to them and then every single star in those constellations have a name to them like he is so specific Yahweh is so specific he knows what energy he's putting in your birth chart he knows what clues he wants to give you and he knows what you need to work through so meditate with him grab your birth chart figure out some of the more challenging placements if you need help diving into your birth chart click the link in the show notes page and I will be happy to read your chart with you um, or if you're interested in grabbing some oils to help you work with your birth chart as i've said before in a couple of episodes i am a brand partner for young living um and i really love using my oils to help me work through more challenging planetary placements and just through more challenging aspects of my day so i offer 10 minute consultations to anybody who's interested in grabbing oils and also working with their chart with their oils so you just book a little 10 minute appointment with me send me your birth chart information like your birth time date and location i'll draw up your chart make a specific bundle that works for your planets and then we'll hop on zoom together and talk about it and talk about why i recommend these oils for your chart anyway i hope you enjoyed this week's episode and i will see you next week Bye bye